AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armor All. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. 
like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Cock Podcast. Very special podcast because we just smashed Dortmund to fucking bits, sort of. Um, I'm joined by Jake, who was on the podcast about three years ago. Hello, no, two years. Two, oh, yeah, right, yeah, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, Jake uh, and I went to the game yesterday and, and shared the, the wondrous experience of, of beating Dortmund. Uh, and also uh, joined by Ted Riley, EastEnders Ted Riley. There Thank will be you. a come to a stage where we won't introduce you as That's that. That's all right, I don't mind. Yeah. How are you doing, Ted? Very well, thanks. Very well, very so well. So we were at the game, you were at home. Yeah, I'm a TV fan now. No, you're seasoned to go older. But we, uh, we um, I was wondering how you viewed it and how we did. Because emotionally, inside the game, inside the ground rather, it was tense. In, yeah. the, in the most extreme. I mean, first 10, 15 minutes, I was sort of sitting with, my, my dad was at home watching with me, and we were sitting looking at each other, and I was slightly worried. I mean, they were a top, top side, but I was glad how we stood up, and, you know, having watched it on TV, I did sense the atmosphere did look great, which I was kind of, which was really good to see. Um, you know, I was at, at the lane every game in that Champions League season a few years ago, and obviously it's, it's going to be the same as that, but it seemed like something was happening in there, which yeah. was... Um, Sort of, which was special. So it did. It did for a little bit. I'm not gonna say it felt like home, but it, it felt like it was ours. Mm. There was a, there was a very good atmosphere there. Yeah, it was really good. I don't know if it was just our block, but yeah, looking at the uh, highlights as well, it did seem to be throughout the ground. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, so, but how are you feeling? Like, how are you feeling about it now? I, I'm still still buzzing. Like, well, I could not like. So we, we we were watching it right, and we went one nil up, and obviously we went mental. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and actually that was good because the celebrations felt like at home as well. Yeah, so you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The celebrations at Wembley, the the Chelsea one was explosive, but by and large it kind of muted. It was kind of waiting to fit into that stadium, and a, a little bit it felt like we we arrived. But the celebrations for all of the goals were just crazy mm. like it was like being back at White Lane just for a second completely lost my shit it yeah was, yeah it was unbelievable but um so but but then there was that kind of we scored they dominated we scored they, they dominated, dominated. Their, their passing was immense first half absolutely immense and I'm, I'm kind of pleased that they didn't keep it up in the second half I, but yeah. I think like again played a really really good side but I think Mount Pochettino said afterwards sort of we're not used to playing teams who have so much of the ball against us. It's, just, it's usually the other way around. And we yeah. actually found a way to, OK, we'll hold off. We won't have this press the whole time and play on the break a bit. And to, you know, we're going to go far in Europe. We're going to have to sort of learn to play like that. And we did that really well yesterday. So I was watching it and I was thinking how how great they were. And I was marvelling at them because mm-hmm. Ori had a great, a very good de- debut, I thought, overall. But there were times in the, in the first half where we were getting exposed down that left-hand side especially. But... It wasn't. There's not much he could have done, or the, the back three could have done, to negate the fact that they were 
almost pitch perfect on the ball. They didn't. There was no sloppy passes well, at all. I mean, there was nothing we could have done about the goal. I mean, that, that was, was incredible. A beautiful goal. Yarmolenko. Yeah, yeah, brilliant goal. And my dad said he was like, I, you know, we, we played some good teams. He was like, I think this is one of the best sides I've seen us play in a while. I mean, it, it's the best team I've ever seen play Spurs in. 25 years ago in. I said I said, wow. I said, said the exact same thing this is the wow. best team we've ever played for uh, the first half anyway well and when I said it they were they were yeah. but playing that way against a team like Tottenham comes at a price obviously and while it was incredible to watch certainly for the neutral um, they there were times where their defenders were literally on the halfway line and there was just the, there was 22 play, uh, 21 players in our half well we, we counted it didn't we there were, there were literally two on the halfway line and then the rest of them were outside our box just... which was fascinating and, and the way football should be played and it's exciting and, and, and if you have the players then, then why not go out and do it but it's also their undoing and I don't think that they accounted for how good Spurs are either both at the back and soaking up that pressure I mean apart from the goal which was unstoppable the goal but the passing move there was mm. literally nothing I don't think we did anything wrong I don't know football well enough uh, tactically to, to realise <laughs> if, if we had done something but it didn't look like yeah know. I mean Hugo made that that one great save towards the end didn't he but apart from that it didn't seem overly tested so I think I, I think our back line although we were we were soaking up the pressure we soaked it up very well yeah what do you think though, watching it on telly I, I that, did that, was that clear how, how aggressively they were pressing absolutely yeah I mean I can can't remember seeing a team pressing that high against us and seeing so many bodies mm. in in and around our box. I mean, it, it it was great to watch. I think they might have take, taken up, you know, Ali being out on paper. We've struggled at Wembley in commas. so so I can't blame them for going and having a go. But you know, I, I said to my dad, I thought that Son might have a part to play in this game just because mm. of the space in, in behind. And I didn't realise how much Son liked scoring against him. He seemed he six, scored more against the six, six and six than he's got against Dortmund. Really? Yeah, he loves it. Mm. Absolutely loves it. Um, and if Ali hadn't have been suspended, he wouldn't would he have started. Probably not. Although his no. pace and and how crucial it was to hit him on the break, we maybe, needed that. Yeah, maybe yeah. he would have done. Um, yeah. So it, it, there, there was. I, I thought that they underestimated our front line because mm-hmm. they gave us zero respect in that yeah. respect. You know, and and we punished them over and over again. And they were they found they they seemed to they just didn't learn their lesson. Essentially, we yeah. scored a goal. Both, all three of our goals were from the break. The third goal, especially, Kane's um, the move to, to I think Ericsson lay Kane in on the left hand side to fire across the keeper into the bottom corner. Poor keeper, though, you have to say. Do you think he should have stopped it? Yeah, I mean, he, he kind of gave gave which, his which all of them, which, Well, the oh. first, the first two, I'd say, Son first and Kane's uh, near post yeah. keeper shouldn't be beaten like that. No, I suppose not. But he's probably absolutely shitting himself because <laughs> every time we come forward, he's like, "Fuck!" Like we overran him over and over again, and, and they. They, they dominated the final third and dominated the midfield but mm. when we had the chance we were precise in, in, in breaking and understanding how to break and, 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 and just cause them nightmares like, it's, how, it's bizarre because they were so good but we could have won that game yeah, 6-1 I think you just said you don't remember Loris being tested I mean they had a couple of nears get, getting on the crosses but we had the more clear cut chances mm. so and Kane both could have had another each what did you think of Dortmund fans well, it's. I mean, obviously, I wasn't there, so like, you can. They're always going to bring it, aren't they? I mean, like. See, I, I've, I've been a proponent for this kind of support for a long, long time. I really, really love the energy that German fans bring. Uh, I love the ultras 
culture. I've seen like, the Cologne fans today. Yeah, like you know, that was incredible what they've done, and, and, and God knows what's going to happen when Arsenal play them. Hopefully, they just take over the entire stadium. Um, but I, I, I can't. I had the same feeling last time I, I, I when Dortmund came to Tottenham, and yeah. it was. It feels like from from looking at it that they're not even watching the game. It's mm. like so. Like people, like I, I, I tweeted and said, look, I, I think it's just all a bit wank now. I'm not, I'm not into it in this, in, in remotely not having witnessed it with my own eyes. Yeah. It looks amazing at home with them because that that wall, wall is, is yeah, insane. I'd, I'd, I'd love to go to that. And I, and I'd love, I'd love to, for Spurs to be something comparable in terms of the passion and, and and stuff you see there. But it all just seems a bit. It's definitely not fitting British culture football. Yeah. I, I don't think. But I can't. People, people tweeted me afterwards after I said that. I tweeted it and, and they said, "Oh, isn't that that's that's wasn't wasn't that what 1882 was about?" Like trying to replicate it and to a certain extent replicating that energy and positivity yeah it was but we never wasn't watching the, the pitch we are supporting the team through thick and thin there was no reactions it was just a constant right. we're here to like party like they scored and it didn't even it didn't, even it didn't go up a notch it really just yeah. carried on the way it was I mean I I'm with you like, I, I'd consider myself you know a big Spurs fan go home and away season ticket etc when the game's on I'd I do want to watch the game and be invested in that and react to that as a fan. I always try and be loud and sing and get behind the team. Yeah. But I want to. I'm, I want to be invested in the game. I mean, I'm. You know, it's, it's that, that's what I love. Don't worry, I love being part of it. And you know, away games especially, you you feel yeah, that yeah. Mm. like when you're sort of all, all together and stuff. But when the game, I want to be invested in the game and drive the team on in in that way. I mean, it, it is it is great to a certain extent, but part of it kind of feels for design a little bit. Kind of look at us. Do you yeah. Know what I mean. Yeah, and and I think they got a rep- reputation. They kind of seen as the darlings of European football. Mm. You know, everyone likes them, and I I've always liked them. But their their reaction to getting beaten has been very very salty and bitter today. I don't know if you've is seen. It? seen oh, no, I've I've seen a few of the fans walking around London today, um, and they all look miserable. Well, no, so they should. But but no, on, on social media. Um, no, I haven't seen any. Of that yeah, they, they, there's a few just a few things like there's one one like major. Uh, Dortmund blog or website or whatever uh, said you know because there's talk about Harry Kane saying oh, I want to win the Ballon d'Or and, and that's what you want to hear from your players yeah. I believe in myself I want to do that that's only going to make him a better player and, and work out well for Spurs either through him scoring so many goals that he could be in contention or we get an astronomical transfer fee but either way it's ultimately a positive thing for, for Spurs um, but this get the, get the, the two, so he scored he scored one goal by fouling two of our players and now he's eligible for Ballon d'Or, and, and that wasn't just that. There was loads. There was loads of stuff. Hey, there was the, the, hey, isn't it? Their the manager complaining about uh, Vertonghen's um, arm. It wasn't an elbow. His arm, the forearm, did hit him in the face quite hard. I think it, it was intentional. Looking back at it, it was. Well, yeah. Exactly. You think? Uh, yeah, at the time, I mean, I, could, at the time, I thought, what on earth happened there? I, I but, didn't even know it was Vertonghen. I couldn't see it. I need glasses so bad. Um, but uh, you know, the, the manager said, "Ah." Oh, you know his teeth were in the wrong place in his mouth, and and it, it, it was it, it's hard to talk about. It was it was tough to see. And you're like, mate, mate, fuck off! Like, fuck off! It's a game of football. This shit happens. Also, it was a game I thought sort of played in the right spirit. Like Dortmund went at it. We we also went out as a game should have scored, and it was arguably the best game of the the group stages so far in the first week. That was a great. And that game. is that is it is disappointing to hear that, but you know, it's always going to get it, I guess. But the stuff about Kane is. 
I mean, teams in Europe don't pay him the kind of respect that he deserves. I mean, that'll happen again. Again, I think t- today seems to be a lot of people have changed their tune. Neutral kind of pundits and stuff are, are actually saying, well, I think we need to kind of take Kane seriously now after after yesterday. And well, what more has he got to do? I, well, exactly. Um, well, this is this is the thing. It seems, it seems that Spurs are getting doubted at every every level, really. I don't necessarily mind that. Though. No, no, not, not, nor do I. It's much better being. The, the underdog in these situations. Yeah, yeah. No one's expecting us to get out of this group, but we've just made a major step because it's the results versus Real Madrid and, and Dortmund that are going to get us through. I'm not saying that we're getting through this group. We're still, you know, it's going to be tough out in Dortmund. It's going to be really tough against Real Madrid. How spurthy will it be to underestimate Applewell? I'm going to underestimate him now. <laughs> They're shit. Yeah. yeah. Smash him 10 I mean, If you can just, like, if you win those first two games and it's Real Madrid back to back and you've also got almost got a free hit there, you can just go out and. Get a draw out there. Oh, We've got get, to get a draw. Yeah, yeah, I reckon we're capable of See? winning one of the one of the World Cup games. But, but what, that's what I'm saying is, it's, there's that. There's there's like Kane. Right. Well, Kane. That, does he do it? You know, he's a one season wonder, and he does it in the second mm-hmm. season. Oh yeah, but does he score against the big teams? He's a penalty merchant, and then no, Perez he hasn't. He's 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 actually quality. Oh yeah, but he, you know, he, he can't be considered an elite goal scorer because he doesn't do it on the on the, the top level. Well, he's scoring for England now. He's double figures in, in England. He scored in the Champions League uh, against a team I don't think has conceded the goal this season. I mean... He's he got six in his last four or something. Yeah, it's time for you lot. Nothing, any, anyone, anyone who's down, time to, to let it Nothing go. he does surprises me, though. That's like almost the biggest compliment I can give him. Like I can see him run halfway across the Wembley pitch, get two guys who are sort of equally trying to foul him as well and bang him with his weaker foot. I mean, it um, doesn't really surprise me. That's we're, we're not surprised because mm. we've spent the last five, six years being surprised. Yeah. So yeah. now yeah. there's yeah. literally nothing more. I, he could fly. And I'd be, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So I was so okay, isn't yeah. Well, when, when, he, when he scored, we sort of mentioned it last week on the pop, but the, um, when, when he scored that goal against Everton, I wasn't sure until he said I didn't mean it that he didn't he mean didn't it. He didn't mean it, yeah. yeah. You know, there's nothing that he can't do. Absolutely nothing. Um, we've got a question in from Thomas uh, Tom R on Twitter. He says, uh, "We seem to consistently play very well with three at the back. With Jan suspended, would you rather play Foyf or Dyer or play four at the back?" I actually read that question earlier, mm. uh, and yeah, I've been thinking about it quite a lot. Um, I don't think. Well, obviously, we haven't seen seen the young lad yet, but. I, I don't know if I'd risk him already. I mean, Dyer could go in the back there. Against or... Apple World, though, I mean, you could. Let's see how he gets on. And who have we got before there? Barnsley or someone in the cup? They got Barnsley on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, no doubt they'll, they'll, they'll. I'd start him on that, and then obviously if he if he shines, then why not? But I would probably look to just revert back to a four, to be honest, and maybe have Son, Eriksson, and uh, Ali behind Kane. Mm. In that kind of game, I don't think we maybe need the three centre halves for Applewell again. Spurs, I'm yeah. Him, but I wouldn't chuck a 19 year old into an away game. No, I agree. That, to be honest, I mean, I'd imagine the atmosphere there is going to be quite hostile as well. Mm. Cypriot fans are quite, quite tasty. In there. Uh, did you did you notice any anti Tottenham sentiment online uh, or on the radios? People mentioned about um, you know Spurs being patronised. I think there's this this feeling of. Uh, Spurs being considered always that, to be the club that we were before Pochettino turned out. You know, they said all these players, you know, Poch will move on. These players will, yeah. these players will be sold. We won't be able to keep hold of them because we're not a big enough club. But 
once we move into that new stadium and consistently play in the Champions League, we're as big a football club as any any other. I, I definitely got the sense in the summer that the media were kind of really hoping for the wheels to fall off. Mm. In, well, because you can't pay the money, all these all your good players are going to leave. I felt there was a kind of excited glee and all that, and uh, more sort of stories than were really sort of necessary. But I didn't I didn't see it, see it yesterday. I thought everything was quite positive. I mean, the fans are waiting for the stadium, but. And yeah, to some extent, the players as well. But I think the training ground, that I mean, that Monday to Friday, that's where they do their, that's yeah, where they do their yeah. proper hours. And mm. that training ground is enough to turn a player to go. Actually, this is the right place for me to come. Look, look at this. Yeah. I mean, they're going in the right direction. So yeah, as much as as we want that new stadium and it's going to be amazing, I think Levy especially deserves credit for 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 the work that he's put in so far. Uh, Spurs in Barcelona, he says, seeing as BVB had, seeing as Dortmund had a, a number of key players out and still managed to dictate a lot of the game, should we be worried about the return le- leg? Yes. Uh, no, I'd say no. I mean, we had some players out as well, and of, of course it'll be harder there, but I still expect us to kind of maybe sort of the same game plan, compact, yeah. let, let them come to us. Of course it's going to be a harder game, but I. I we can get a result out there without a doubt. So I, I, I can't imagine them being able to play, no matter who's in that side. I don't I can't imagine them being able to play any better than they, they did. Certainly in the first half. I don't know how many defenders they were missing. But even then, it was the formation and the style of play that exposed the gaps which we exploited. I don't think we'll see a better performance. And no. but they'll have to come at us because that is their Yeah. That's they're they're, on, game, they're right? seriously on the back foot now. So Well, if that's their game plan and that's their plan A and they did not change throughout the whole game despite getting exposed over and over again, their manager just seemed unwilling to adapt at all. Yeah. If they do that again, regardless of home or away, we, we will score out there. It's like, it's like on one hand watching the game, as a fan you think, oh, we've, but we played really well, but like to, con- to not learn from your mistakes in like the first 15 minutes to concede two goals like that, you'd be pretty, like, I'd be pretty annoyed. I, I, again, I don't see Spurs doing that anymore. Spurs used to that used to be something we did, kind yeah. of not learning from mm. mistakes, did it like that. And but I don't see us doing that anymore. Conceding two, pretty much two, or I said three identical goals. Yeah, yeah. Pot clearly changed a few things, not too much at half time, but it, it made a world of difference. Did you feel that? Um, did you feel that it was an intentional thing for us to soak up pressure, or it just forced our hand? And do you think because there's a good question here saying is is that Potch's best coached game with us? And if not, what game was? Then I have to ask the second one if you can't figure <laughs> anything. But Chicago Spurs asked that question. Uh, yeah, I think it was, to be honest. I mean, it was a completely different way to how we've previously played well in, the, in certainly in the first few games of the season. Um, and yeah, like I say, he did adapt certain areas that, that were, well, as we say, first half, they absolutely kind of smashed us in terms of possession and yeah. didn't really change second half, but it was a lot more, da- it was a lot less dangerous possession in the second half. I mean, I, I'd like to, I have no idea. Yeah. Basically, but like, look, I mean, if it, I can't really. We've always played on the front foot, but maybe it was adaptable during the game. They saw, look, these guys are coming at us. Let's just look, look at the break. But I've no idea. Probably, I mean, I mean, it was it wasn't the most one of the most. Yeah, I know. I, get, I don't know. Either. I know. Fuck knows. Get the Do you know what I mean? Boys, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been playing football manager for years. So, <laughs> yeah, expert me. The I, I um, it felt like he got it right completely. Um, I have no idea if we set up to absorb them and hit them on the break but whatever it was in a, with a team coming at us the way they did he managed or saw weaknesses oh, and, and after, after after in the second half when it happened 
uh, in the second half, they we found them, we carved them open so easily mm, yeah. um, that it was almost as if Poch had said, like, what you need to do is, if you're in a dangerous situation, you run the flanks, and the amount of balls that got sprayed down that down that left hand side, Aurier, get him the ball, he'll he'll create space and create time for you to make the run. It just we looked so dangerous on the break each time, and all the players knew their role. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I think it was on BT. Um, I read a bit of it this morning. Um, he he was. Pock was was openly speaking about how we had to play a little bit different. So for me, I, I think he, he knew exactly that we weren't going to dominate the possession. Mm. He knew we'd have to sit back a bit and uh, and absorb things. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think he got it tactically spot on. Yeah, I mean, last, last I remember the the literally like literally a year ago today we played Monaco at home, and I think we had Ali and Ali playing slightly deeper with with Dyer kind of thing you know trying to sort of play really on the front foot really attacking and they carved us open a number of yeah. times so mm-hmm. you definitely see progress in that regard um, <clears throat> what do you think of Aurier's debut now we, we had a we had a few chats about this last night um, mm-hmm. where yeah where I wasn't yeah I thought he was brilliant I thought he was brilliant but there, there were certainly times especially in that first half where I, I spotted him looking around and he looked fairly lost uh, and he kept looking at Toby for instructions but as the game went on I mean he, he got over it quite quickly and yeah he was one of the I best mean, players last night first game as well you, you'd, you'd expect him to, to, to have some teething, teething problems exactly exactly. I thought I was was really excited by it I mean I think you've got to accept with the way fullbacks have to play these days as defenders and as wingers I mean they're never going to have sort of perfect 10 out of 10 games there are times they're going to be quite out of position as you said looking to Toby for assurance probably helped them out a bit I mean yeah. alongside one of the best it's not, it's not a bad really. player to have but next look, year I, was, I thought so. it was really exciting Like he's obviously yeah. really strong really quick like for like replacement for Walker and although I'm actually a big fan of Trippier I think he's got his qualities as well again to have two kind of different quality fullbacks I wouldn't have wanted Trippier in, in that I think he's um, the strength that he, had, he showed his composure in, in very tight areas there was one passage of play where it was him and Ericsson in that corner Yeah, and it was like watching oh, yeah, 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 it was yeah, like yeah, watching the Harlem Globetrotters it was <laughs> ridiculous it was just like little flicks little back on moving off each other the movement and they, and they that, got it out and they got it out yeah. I think once uh, the players sort of start to get to know him a bit and get his forward runs on the break and just work out them there were a couple of times I thought he was making really good runs and the balls mm. weren't just quite right and yeah. I think once that gets you know, again it's I mean look he slotted in quickly yeah he, he suits even, the system he even suits. if he had a bit of nerves or whatever at the beginning he looked by the second half it was a different player I thought and um, yeah um, very impressive he looks absolutely buzzing to be there as well mm. like the, the smiles on his face the celebration obviously you're going to celebrate a goal but there's this kind of glee in his face when he's he's lined up uh, went to do the mm. the uh, the team photos yeah. and whatnot. He's got his hand around Kane. Everyone's got a really stern face, and he's just got this massive yeah. beaming smile. And I just I wonder if that kind of obviously it's either a complete confidence in himself or a kind of rising above the situation or a yeah. realization that it's I don't know, debut at Wembley in front of as many thousands, 80, 90? Well, no, sixty, seventy odd, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, mate, I'd be beaming. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. You name me a single player who wouldn't want to make that debut. That's very true. So not, it's not like it's a not the, uh, a huge game. Let's see how happy he is in the Carabao Cup on the Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Trippier will be out there, won't he? Um, Crippy, um, Kira the fuckboy. He says, um, <laughs> "What what Spurs player? If your missus cheats on you with, uh, would you join in if you caught them?" 
More importantly, or actually, I'll go and answer that question first. <laughs> Which one wouldn't I, to be honest? Uh, I think at the moment, starting 11 last night, get involved in all of them. Would you? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think it'd be hard Some to... Some need a hand, anyway. It'd be hard to sort of say no to them, really. I mean, like... Well, what, what, all right, what, what, which one would you be upset with, then? If, if you caught your missus in bed with a Spurs player, which one would you think, I'm not happy about this? Davies. Ben Davies? What yeah. gentle Ben? Well, exactly. I'd, I'd, I'd expect better from my missus. I mean, he's, he's a bit too nice. Oh, right. I mean, that not that... That's a good thing, isn't it? No, You'd be got... upset that she wasn't if, with if, someone if, who was if, fucking if, ploughing her. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, if you're going to have a dirty free throw with a Spurs fan, with a Spurs player, yeah. let's get dirty. Not no, well, no, 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 listen, no. Oh, I'm sorry, this I made a mess no, on your cheeks. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on, Jake. This is nothing to do with you anymore. Oh. You're just caught and you're upset. Oh. You're not involved. What, what, which, which, so gentle Ben, because he's not aggressive enough. Exactly. He wow. wouldn't do the job properly. Wow. Um, I'll kill them all. Kill them all? <laughs> yeah, I fucking wouldn't have it. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. Um, I, I just I worry about one a couple of them doing so much, uh, delivering so much that I, it would ruin me and my abilities afterwards. I'm kind and I'm sure I haven't got the biggest willy out of all of the Spurs players. Yeah, I'd probably kill myself if it was Kane because you know there's no there's yeah. no going back in after that. You reckon he's got a wang? He's got everything, isn't he? Yeah, everything. left foot, maybe, right foot. Maybe because wang. of that reason, he's not like that's the one thing he doesn't have. Maybe. Mm. Well, I mean, he's I mean, the, the, and and, <laughs> and do you know what? He, I'd be shocked because he's been with the same birdies he's had from school. They've got a baby. They're getting married. They're married and they're happy. So that would be upsetting for me. I'd be less interested about my relationship and more interested about you know what have you done? Oh, could well, you imagine done to the paparazzi your at your door. It'd be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Monetize it. It'd be all right. <laughs> uh, can we've got a question from Ruari Brown? Can Eric Lamella come back into the starting lineup when well, considering what Son did last <coughs> night? Go on, Ted. Uh, they're completely different players <laughs> yeah. for me, really. Uh, How does he get back in though? I don't know if he can. I mean, he. I'd still think that if Eriksson's at the team, he's probably the most playmakery player in the team. That you might look, he can maybe. F- Thread through that final pass, but yeah. let's be honest, he's been out for over a year. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen him for so long. Uh, for I mean, a year. We don't know what's been wrong with him. I mean, I, I'd be very. He's not in our Champions League squad. I think we're going to get Barkley in January. I don't see any way back for him. You think that's it? I think that's it. Would you? Uh, no, I, Pock will always let someone back in Why if, do you if keep they were. Pock. Poch. Everyone says Poch. Well, My dad Poch. says Poch. Right. Poch. Poch. Wow, that's. There you go. I've never had that. Yeah. I mean, fine, isn't it? As long as he's happy, he's happy. He anywhere. Love it, loves it. Loves posh. Yeah, posh. posh. <laughs> I used to live in people. Ricky, so <laughs> Ricky's old man, right? Ricky's old man. Uh, he doesn't like, doesn't rate him. Really? Uh, really? Well, according to what Ricky said, he may have changed his tune, but the last time I spoke to Ricky, Ricky's old man's not having it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not having it. With well, look, if, if you work hard in training, you deserve to be in that starting eleven. You've got a chance. Everyone's got a chance. Yeah, but I'm saying if Ricky's dad they ain't having Poch. He's oh, not the same. I thought we were asking if Lamella's going to get back in. The oh, no, fuck that. That's boring. All right. Like the, uh, we're, we're, I'm just, I, I can't believe there's any Spurs out, fans out there that are still I, not having it. I think I heard you say the other day, I, I seem to see some sort of blogs and everything else. It seems to be some people who don't want us to do well and revel in us when we don't do well. I told you so, yeah, that, that problem's there. It's, like, it's well, weird. It's, it's weird. It's kind of hard to come out of that cycle, though. I mean, even on the 86th minute, I think I turned to, to Flav and went, we could still lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, the, the, I, I, I 100% looked at uh, 80... Um, it was 80... You 
Yes. Can see the clock, don't Whatever it was. It was like, it, we had about 12 minutes left. And I was thinking, all right, we need to, we need to not concede. We can, can, we can afford to concede. Because I was still like, I'll take a draw. I'll take a draw, 3-1 <laughs> down. And if we, we can, if, we, if, if we can last six minutes, then they've got to score a goal every three minutes. And, that, and I was breaking yeah. it down yeah, to yeah, fractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, last, last question. Um, uh, would any of the Dortmund players get into our first 11? Yeah. Well, there were there were a few fucking well, yeah. good question that good yeah. question yeah yeah I'd need to see a bit more of them if I, I'm honest but I think there's a lot a lot of it was about the the manager's tactics because there were players in there that probably they, they wouldn't jump out of you to to go in there I mean obviously you're Bamiyang and Gertz are at, at, at a certain time in his well, career Royce he was fit Royce and they they yeah. well Yarmolenko's kind of sort of he's never really he's never this is the biggest club he's been yeah, to yeah, by yeah. far. I hope, yeah, and he only went there for twenty odd million or something, which yeah. seems seems a bit of a bargain, really. But his, his name's always been been up there with getting a transfer yeah, yeah, for yeah, the last yeah. god knows a how many like seasons. A bit like Bemiang, really. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't know too much about him to say. That disallowed goal. Yeah. Um, I, I think that was worth a mention because that was a well taken goal and it wasn't yeah. offside, but. Yeah, we got lucky with that. Oh well, still would have won. Shit happens. Good. Still would have won. Yeah. Yeah. After their bitter behaviour and afterwards, and how they're reacting, it's like fucking have some class. You're supposed to be the, the you know the go-to club for the good man, and and you're behaving like fannies. Um, all right, thank you guys. That's all right. Yeah. Ted, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, said, happy birthday. Yeah, no, just yeah, I said I'd much prefer to uh, spend my evening birthday. on the pod instead of with my family. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I love you, Tom. No, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was just it was just a quick one, really. We thought if we can get a couple of people on to talk about it, because it was such an exciting exciting game. I was saying before we started that I don't think I don't, I can't remember the last time I came out of the ground as buzzing as I was. I was I was really buzzing, yeah. and I like it wasn't. It was a different feeling for Man United the last game of the season. It was different when we beat Arsenal because I, I knew we were going to beat yeah. them. I'll tell you what, the last time I felt that was against Inter Milan. That's a, that's a yeah, good shout. Yeah, well, that's, that's it. That's what we want. Yeah. That's what we want. And it was just like, I came out and I got home and I was still, it took us an hour or so to get home. Yeah. I was still buzzing when I got in. And my dad, and I was chatting to my dad about it and was like really kind of animated and was saying how great it was. And then we watched the highlights back. It, it's, it's, I miss that. I miss that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. It was... And it's, I'm just wondering like, it's more it's than, what success gives you, though, isn't it's, it? Because it's, it's also more than that game is more than three points in the first Champions League game. I mean, I, I, we needed a big result to kickstart a season at Wembley, and I, I yeah, it's, I think it was, I think it was more than the three points. I think that's why. I, I think it's the underdog feeling, though, because all day, all day, everyone at work or whoever was, you're gonna get smashed tonight. You're yeah. gonna get smashed tonight. You're gonna get smashed tonight, mm. and we didn't. When we went one and up and they scored, I, I said to you, oh, we're gonna get, it's going to yeah. be a drubbing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a nervous twitch halfway through the first half yeah. in my eye, and I've still got it now. Yeah, you mentioned that, I just thought it was a bit weird. No, it hasn't stopped, I've got trapped nerve or something. All right, that's it. Thank you so much uh, for downloading. Uh, we'll be back as normal on Monday. If you like this, let us know, because I'm not sure uh, if we're going to do it every Thursday after the Champions League game or after the game, but... There was a massive reaction to the questions about asking people for questions out on on, mm. um, on Twitter. So uh, I'm fucking knackered, so hungover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm desperate to go home. Thank you, boys. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Cheers.
Yes, you don't see box. Everybody wanna come and run it, but they're funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mummy. Ha ha, fighting cock and we don't give a shit. Everybody knows flat baits are prick. We can get a sticky in the mini, suck it willy. When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli. Bang, bang. Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.